0: Before we start running our message tonight, I just want to focus on the prophetic focus for the month. The Word works. How many of us remember that the Word works? Has the Word ever worked for you? Okay, is there anyone in our midst that the Word has not worked for? I want a witness. Okay, so the Word has worked for everyone. You've made my job easy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. So let's try and let's uh, read uh, Jeremiah fifteen sixteen, and Luke 1, Thy words, let's read together, please. Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me, thy joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. Is anyone hungry tonight? Amen. Yeah, because he said we eat the word. And the word is coming. So are you hungry? Ask your neighbor, are you hungry? Yes. No, no, no. You didn't answer like you're hungry person. It seems you are comfortable. If you are fit, then the word will not come. Are you hungry? Yes. Is there space for the word of God? Yes. Hallelujah. Then Luke 145. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we personalize that? I am blessed because I believed. And there shall be a performance of those things which were told me from the Lord. I don't know what you've been told. There have been lots of prophecies from the beginning of the year till now. Have you seen those prophecies fulfilled? If you've seen them fulfilled, all of them, 100%, who want witnesses in the house, okay. There are some that are still not fulfilled. That's what we'll be addressing tonight. Praise the Lord. Previously, we looked at speaking like my father, God. That was, I don't know how to describe that. That shaped our mind for us. I don't know if you are still practicing to speak like God. How many of us are still doing that? Did we just hear that word and we forgot? That was the first message we heard this month. Speaking like my father, God. Are you still speaking like your father? Praise the Lord. Then we also heard the glory of his word declaring truth and ignoring facts in every word that comes there's glory because the word of god is full of glory then declaring truth and ignoring facts what does that mean science is facts; everything is based on fact you miss this and that and you get this there's an equation formula for everything but with the word of god is full of mysteries praise the lord So you are going to be focusing on the word of God tonight. Don't focus on the facts. The fact is Brother Jude, whom you know, is speaking tonight. But the truth is, God is using Brother Jude to speak to you. So you are receiving your sent word tonight in Jesus' name. Then we talked about the infallible word of God. The word of God is infallible, no matter what you say. If you refuse for the word to work for you, that doesn't affect God. If the word works for you, it's still God. If the word does not work, it's still God. It's God alone. It's unquestionable. So if it's not working, the word has been spoken and it's not working, the fault is with us, not with God. Does that make sense? Yeah. And we talked about commanding supernatural exploits by the word of God, putting the word to work, and the word works to obey it. Those are the things we've covered so far. But tonight, we're going to be looking at something a bit different, but still in the world. So the topic for tonight is the key to having your 11th hour miracles. The key to having your 11th hour miracles. You see, the miracles is with an S. So it's not just a single miracle. Whatever it is. And what are 11th hour miracles? Yeah, the term eleventh hour came from the Bible, so it's not fact, though it's used in the English language. If you go to your dictionary, check it out. It's, it originated from the Bible. So eleventh hour miracle, think about it. Is there something we talked about, the prophetic focus for the year, higher heights, greater glory? Have you seen everything in your life become greater glory? Those are the questions I I want to challenge you with such questions as we go forward. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Let's quickly go through our text. Luke 5, 1 to 10. We're going to read together. That might be the only scripture we're reading tonight. And it came to pass. We're not reading. We should all be reading. The heavens should be hearing our voice. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, He stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he should thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now, when he had less speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word. Let's pause. Let's pause. Nevertheless, at whose word? The word of the Lord, the word of Jesus, the word of the King of Kings. I will let down the net. Six. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net break. Seven. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and feed both the ships so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Nine. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the dread of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, From henceforth, thou shalt catch men. Praise the Lord. So what are the 11th hour miracles? So like I was saying, the definition, even the English definition was taken from Matthew 21 to 16. We are not reading that, but just write it down for emphasis. 11th hour miracles are miracles that you're expecting when all hope is lost. When it looks as if it is almost over or even over. And God shows up. Has anyone experienced that? When everyone has failed you, even your spouse, yeah, it's possible spouse can fail you. Everybody in this world can fail you. The only person that can fail is God. So when everything has failed, you've tried everything and it's not working, and God showed up. That is the 11th hour miracle. For adventure. Like I said, we have the prophetic focus for the year. And you wrote down some things. So many of us wrote down some expectation for the year? And it looks like next month is the end of the year, right? Am I right? December is coming. And maybe even half of the list is still not done. The question tonight, do you believe God can do it? And do you believe God can do it before the end of this year? Yes. Hallelujah. We are in the right place. Praise the Lord. So your expectations for the year that are not yet fulfilled, they belong to this category. Your expectations for this month, even this November, we are, today is what, 28. So two days too much. Praise the Lord. God is going to do it. That is the only thing I'm told to tell you. God is going to do it. If that is the only thing you heard tonight, go with that. God is going to do it. If you believe it, it's going to do it. Tell yourself, I believe God is going to do it. If he did it for Peter, it's going to do it for me. Praise the Lord. Then the third one is any issue of long continuance in your life that has stayed more than a while. I don't know about you guys, but I have my personal experience. There are some things that I've prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. looks as if At times, I even doubt. try to doubt myself. Those are the issues of long continuance. And they are meant to stay for a while. And if you permit it, it could stay longer. A while means a twinkle of an eye. That's what the Bible said. For emphasis sake, you can write down 1 Peter 5.10. We'll read it later. A while, that is how the problem is. He said you might suffer for a while. But God will step in. So you define your while. A while could be now, as I'm speaking. The miracle is taking place. Hallelujah. He said he sent his word and he healed their diseases. So peradventure someone is sick tonight. The word is coming. All you have to do is believe it. And you'll be healed of that sickness. You don't have to look at me. I'm not the one saying it. It's the word of God. And we know the word works. I'm just here as a vessel. And as I'm saying it, if you believe it, it will happen. Yeah. So that is now. Then there are people a moment that is when the suffering is supposed to end. Some people would want it in night. The Bible says, we men there for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Then for some people, it's three days. He said, after the third day, it will raise us up. Some people, you want to extend it to seven days a week, a month or one year. It depends on you. It's on how much you permit that issue. If you permit it to be now, based on your faith, it will go now. If you say, okay, I'm okay. I think I like this prayer point. Every time we come for uh, Friday prayer night, I like praying this point. This thing should go. But maybe it should stay for one more year. It depends on you, actually. It's not God. He has done everything. Everything is in this world, like our Father always says. So if it's not happening, tell yourself it's my fault. And I join you to say that even my own expectations, it's my fault. It's your fault that it's not happening. God has done everything. He has put everything in place for that to happen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's quickly run because of time. So why am I sure that these issues can be resolved today or before the end of this month, the ones for November or before the end of the year? Let's quickly go to Ecclesiastes 7.8. Ecclesiastes 7, 8. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. And the patient in the spirit is better than the proud in spirit. So maybe you started the year. Good. What this is saying is, as the year is ending, you are going to end the year on a greater note. I didn't get that. Amen. I told you I'm not the one speaking tonight. Please, don't look at me. Listen to God. And maybe you started the month on a shaky footing. What this passage is saying is that the end of the month is going to be better than the beginning. No matter how you, even if you started the month or the year on the eye, it's going to be better. The end is going to be better. Praise the Lord. Then Psalm 65, 11. We are running, we are running, we are running. Praise the Lord. It says, thou crownest the year with thy goodness. So if the year doesn't end with goodness, it has not ended. Does that make sense? So your year is going to be crowned with his goodness. That means those expectations will be answered. The amen is not loud enough. Maybe I should put it this way. Your portion of what will be fulfilled, the prophecy, is based on how much amen you answer, how high the amen is. Romans, Romans 8.28. Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for good. To them that love God. Praise the Lord. To them who are called according to his purpose. So if you are in this place, you love God. And you know you are called according to his purpose. Which is why you are here. So if you are in church today, you are called according to his purpose. So the other aspect is between you and God. Do you love him? If you love him, then everything, the issues we just mentioned, the issues of long continuance, they will end for you, for your good. That is why I'm sure it's not because I said it's because of the word of God. Praise the Lord. So tell your neighbor it's not, over yet. it's not over yet. It's not over yet. Because God has the final solution. And if God be for you, no one can be against you. Praise the Lord. So it's not over yet. First Peter 5.10. ten. First Peter 5.10. That's another reason why this is, must be settled. He said... But God of all grace, who had called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish you, strengthen you, and settle you. Your time of settlement has come. After you have suffered for a while. So those issues of long continuance, those expectations that are not yet fulfilled, they have been there for a while. And it's time for that issue to be settled. But for that issue to be settled, we need to know what the key is. And that is where the word of God comes in. He said, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled. So if you want settlement in that area, you need the word of God. So the word of God is that key, foundational key, to get that 11 hour miracle. If you are taking only this tonight, you are blessed. The word of God is the foundational key. Praise the Lord. We are still running. I'm glad to tell you tonight and everyone watching online, as I'm told to tell you, you have suffered enough. Tell your neighbor, enough is enough. It is your time to be made perfect. It is your time to be established. It is your time to be strengthened. It is your time to be settled in the name of Jesus. So, I've been telling you that I was told to tell you this. My wife is my witness. As I was preparing this message, I told God, if you want me to tell your children this, I need a sign. There's something I've been expecting. Pastor had even prayed with me on it. Yesterday morning, from nowhere, someone just sent me an email. Actually, my uh, former PhD supervisor, from nowhere, sir, from nowhere, we have not been in touch for some time. I only sent him stuff to be my reference. And said, I want you to join us on this project. Hallelujah. So when I'm telling you that it's your time to be settled, there is confirmation. <laughs> because this, this message is a difficult message. It's not a message that you preach shaking. That is why I asked God. I want confirmation. Because I don't want to come and be declaring these things. And I'm like, I'm doubting. Because I still have my own expectations that have not been fulfilled. So when he came, I just said, I laughed and I said, Praise God. You have confirmed it. So whatever I'm telling you tonight is from him, not from me. Praise the Lord. So we're going to look at that test. First and foremost, what I took from it, what should I do to get my 11th hour miracles? What should I do? From that, our test, we're going to look at what Peter did and why he got this miracle. First and foremost, most people didn't know, but before then, Jesus had an, Peter had an encounter with Jesus. Jesus had already visited Peter's house and healed his mother-in-law in chapter 4 of Luke. Most people don't know that. So Peter knew Jesus. So if you don't know God, all these things I've been declaring is a waste of time. It won't happen. It is the word of God too, so it's not me saying it. If you don't know him, you are not born again. You don't have a relationship with God. You are wasting your time. And I'm wasting my time telling you. So Peter knew God. He knew Jesus before that encounter. And that is why his boat was chosen. There were two boats. But Jesus chose his boat. He didn't just choose that boat because it was better. No. He chose that boat because he knew Peter already. There was a relationship between both of them. And he was going to change his situation. Praise the Lord. Then the second one. You must search for the word that concerns your situation with the help of the Holy Spirit. Have you seen someone looking for a jewelry, something very special? In a dark room. What do you do? You get light. You want to get everything possible. You want to make sure that you see that. Something very special to you. That is how you must search. You must be very desperate. The scripture said the kingdom of God suffered violence. And the violence take it by force. We heard that uh, testimony on Sunday. If you are going to be a part-time Christian, this is not for you. You have to be a full-time believer. Searching, dealing, trading with the world. Thank God for those testimonies on Sunday. There were people who were trading with the world. I got a new revelation. Someone said he asked God. She asked God. You confirm, You said you confirmed the words of your servant. And our Father and the Lord has prophesied into my life. Please confirm his word. Simple. You don't even have to call him 20 times. He has already prophesied that this year is your year of greater glory. So if it's not happening, don't even hang it on your own relationship with God. Hang it on his relationship with God and God's word. He said, my words will not come back to me, null, void, but with accomplishment of his purpose. So if God has said that, all you have to do is that prayer line. I picked that from the testimony on Sunday. Praise the Lord. Let's quickly run. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So you don't necessarily need Jesus to come back like he did, like Peter had a one-on-one encounter with him. All you need, you have the Holy Spirit, our teacher, Pray. And ask the Holy Spirit to show you the word concerning that situation. And once you have the word, what do you do? You meditate on the word. You eat the word. Like the anchor scripture for this month. The prophetic focus. Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. He said, I did eat the word. If you don't eat the word, if you don't meditate on it to the point where you become the word, it might not work. We also heard that in one of our mes- messages earlier this uh, month. If you don't meditate on the word to the point where okay let me put it this way if an intruder comes to your house and you don't have a gun you don't know where your phone is you don't have any anything to protect yourself what happens they will take advantage of you but if you have your phone on speed dial or if you have security alarm what happens the alarm goes off the same thing you have to be prepared the devil is the thief, is the intruder. He's, he's come to steal, to destroy. So if you don't have the word ready, what happens? The devil will take advantage of you. That is why some of those things are not answered yet. If there is no word backing up whatever you are requesting, <sighs> it might take long. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Yeah. So you have to meditate on the word till it is settled. It is the settled word in your heart. That will cause the light to come forth. And when the light comes forth, darkness will be shattered. He said in Psalms 119 130, the entrance of the word. It is not the reading of the word, it's not the studying of the word. It is the entrance, which is the meditation. It is when you meditate to the point where someone wakes you up, you're like, Yeah, the Lord is my shepherd. Whatever it is, you just, if they take you unawares, even if they are your friends or family members. You just respond with a word. That's what I'm talking about. Praise the Lord. Do what is required to make the word work for you. This is very easy. Peter gave his boot to Jesus. Some people would have said, I've toyed all night. It was time for me to leave. Does that make sense? He has toyed all night. Just like you have been praying since the beginning of the year for that issue. But what happened? jesus came and said i need your boat that was test if you don't know jesus knew peter's problem he he, jesus would have just said no peter go back and cast the net but he said i need your boat the same thing jesus is telling you tonight i need you he needs you god needs you if you don't serve him that's your test dedicatedly serve him dedicatedly like today before we came to the service some people went for evangelism That's what I'm talking about. That is what pleases God. So if you are doing those things that please him, it's ready to do your part. Peter actually gave Jesus the boat, but it didn't end there. Because most of us, we come, we pay our tithe, we join a group, we even volunteer, we give our vehicles, we bring our house, we give our house, but we won't stay to hear the word of God. Does that make sense? Peter stayed... To hear the word of god if he toyed all night like most of us we do night shift and we're like oh i can't st- i can't come to service because god knows i did night shift but peter toyed all night he still gave jesus the boat and sat down the bible didn't say comp a uh, complaint no so that's what we're saying you don't have to run away from the service because of work if you have to take coffee, if you have to take energy drink, whatever to stay awake and hear the word, it's very important because it's the word you hear that will cause your faith to grow. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing, and it's not once you keep hearing. So if you are missing service, I'm speaking to those people online. I know everybody here. You come to church early. Hallelujah. Those people online, you are missing service. Then there's a path. That might just be the reason why that issue of long, continuance is still hanging. Praise the Lord. Amen. Then finally, do worship and praise him for the expected outcome. Before it happened, Peter said, Master, that is worship. You wouldn't just call Master if you don't refer the person. When you are in reverence, that is worship. So Peter acknowledged that the Master and worshipped him. Praise the Lord. As at that time, Jesus wasn't even married. He never got married. But Peter was married. Had a family. He was a businessman. Though his business was struggling. But then he had some status in the society. But he still recognized Jesus as master. That is worship. Worship him with expectation. Praise the Lord. Then act on the word. Launch out the nets again. That's, That's where we are closing tonight. So you may have, even yesterday, you may have done the test and you fade. What I'm telling you tonight, what God is telling you tonight, is go back again and do it. You will pass this time. Amen. Whatever you've done before and it didn't work, like Peter told all night, at the word of the Lord. Once you do this, get the word, meditate on the word, and do what you are required to do. Be committed to the kingdom. Step out again, launch out again. And don't be like peter jesus said launch out the nets he launched out just one net do everything possible to take advantage of your relationship with god praise the lord then finally testify testify we had those testimonies on sundays if you don't testify what you're actually doing is you are you are breaking down your your blessings your blessings are hanging. There's some that will come after the testimony. No matter what you have seen that you are testifying about, once you testify, something is added to it. Because if Peter didn't beckon to those partners to say this is what the Lord has done, he may not have become a fisher of men. It was at that point that Jesus said that. Like I said, Jesus would have told him, "Oh, Peter, you, Fisher of Man. I'm going to make sure that you catch a drought of fish. But I didn't do that. Everything came in a process. So the same thing for you tonight. You are not going to see all the pictures. Everything's not going to be clear. But what I'm told to tell you tonight is, at the word of the Lord, that you will search, you will find and locate, it's going to happen. At the word of the Lord, cast that net again, you are going to catch that drought of fish. At the word of the Lord, It's going to happen tonight. Let's rise on our feet as we begin to appreciate him. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. Thank him for his word. Thank him for his word. Sent word that has come to you. Thank him for his word because he's going to do it tonight. Father, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Please put your hands together for Jesus as we welcome God's servant.